0: This is the seabed daily text. A sidebar on the sandbar, New Testament fishing. Ezekiel forty-seven, ten to twelve. Fishermen will stand along the shore from en Gedi to In Eglame. There will be places for spreading nets. The fish will be of many kinds like the fish of the Mediterranean Sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not wither, nor will their fruit fail. Every month they will bear fruit, because the water from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will serve for food and their leaves for healing. Consider this, wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead. It's your turn, and Christ will shine on you. I like to keep it interesting around here. I wondered if you might be going to sleep with our daily greeting on repeat. And it's time to chant again. Are you ready? Everywhere the river flows, everything will live. Come on with me. Everywhere the river flows, thing will live. Everywhere the river flows, everything will live. All right, guys. All day long. We finally made it. We are approaching in... There are lots of people fishing today. Jesus is going on ahead of us today to get some things ready for our next couple of days in the marshes. So today you have me, the pilgrim guide. And someday we're going to go to the Holy Land together, you know. So for today, I want us to sit down on the edge of this sandbar under that large shade tree. I want to ask you to permit me a bit of latitude here to make an observation. I wouldn't claim from the text, yet I believe is supported by the larger witness of Scripture. It's kind of a BFO, a blinding flash of the obvious. I want to talk about New Testament fishing. I want to talk about nets. Remember how Jesus called his first disciples? Remember what they were doing when he found them? Yep, fishing. Here's the call. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once, they left their nets and followed him, Matthew 4, 19, 20. Perhaps like you, I have almost exclusively thought about fishing as bait fishing. Cane pole, rod and reel, fishing line, and bait. The bait can be live or artificial. We call them lures. They often have shiny features about them. The only reason I ever used the net was to get a hooked fish out of the water and into the boat. Some of you see where I'm going already. New Testament fishing, which is to say Jesus' kind of Holy Spirit fishing, is net fishing. We are told those first followers of Jesus, quote, left their nets and followed him. Here's the miracle. Over the next three years, he transformed their lives and relationships into a net. And that became the New Testament church. And did they ever catch fish from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria and all the way to the ends of the earth, even you and me. Can you see this net I'm holding in my hand? I'll pass it around. In fact, I want everyone to gather around, stretch it out, and hold it together. What is a net anyway? A net is nothing less and nothing more than a strategic collection of well-tied knots. Let that sink in. Mending nets, which is what those first disciples were doing when Jesus found them, is simply retying knots. Yes, friends, I believe one of the biggest mistakes we make as the church is we too left those nets on the shoreline that day By the Sea of Galilee. And we have mistakenly thought fishing for people meant bait fishing. I believe it's time to recover the net as something of a sacramental sign of the New Testament church itself. The New Testament church is a net which is nothing less and nothing more than a strategic collection of well-tied knots. And those knots, they are the very bonds between us. In the church Jesus is building, as we participate in the fellowship or koinonia of the Holy Spirit, Jesus ties our lives together together into a net of relationships which he wills to cast into the deep waters of this world to fish for people. Notice where these fishermen are in the text. They are spread out from En to in Do you realize where that is? It's way past the river. They are fishing all along the shoreline of the Dead Sea. We are a long way from the temple complex, aren't we? Imagine trying to lure all these fish to swim all the way upriver. In other words, to bait them to the temple to meet us there on Sunday. It would be absurd, wouldn't it? Just saying. We're going to give you some free time today to try some net fishing yourselves. And you might want to check out the Dead Sea skin products while you're here, too. And there are some cool Jesus net key rings in the gift shop. LOL. We'll head to the marshes tomorrow. Okay, on three. One, two, three. Everywhere the river flows, everything will live. Come on. Everywhere the river flows, everything will live. Last time. Everywhere the river flows, everything will live. It's still day one. The prayer, God, our Father, who with your Son, Jesus, Messiah, fills us with the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the miracle and the mystery of the day of Pentecost. And thank you for today, in that it is only the day after. Jesus, it is amazing to see you bring the Dead Sea to life. Teach me how to fish for people. Teach me net fishing. Show me what it means for my life to become knotted with others in your name and in the bond of your spirit. I want to be a part of this. Praying in your name, Jesus. Amen. The question, so what are all the implications of bait fishing versus net fishing? What insights are coming to you? And here's a P.S. This one's from Catherine from our farm team. She's one of our sowing specialists here at Seedbed. She wants to invite you to join She and Lo Allemann. For a conversation about the Holy Spirit tomorrow. It's going to be on Instagram Live at 1.15 Central Time. So if you're on Instagram, search for at New Room Conf, C-O-N-F, and you'll find them there. One fifteen today, Central. For The Awakening... I'm J. D. Walt.